Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the sports betting podcast that focuses on the fans. My name is Jimmy Brown, and I will be your host for this roller coaster ride through the world of sports. For all of my new listeners, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to give you a quick explanation of what Chasing Ball Game is all about. It's a podcast just for you, for the listeners, and it's really powered by the listeners. Someone who is a chaser is one who chases the latest information, sports betting information, football information, baseball, basketball, you name it, sports information. That's what this show is really all about. It's for anybody who likes sports, who likes to watch sports, likes to bet on sports, and I don't care if you're newbies, you've never done it before. I don't care if you're veterans, you've been doing it for a long, long time. I don't care if you're a degenerate gambler, what I like to call DGs. This show is fast and furious because your time is valuable, so I know I want to make this show quick for you so you can listen to it, get all the information you need, and get on about your day. And that's really what a chaser is. This show, to me, features chasers, my friends, uh, people I meet online, people who follow me on Twitter, at Chasing Ball Game. You hear that phone in the background? That's my phone. That's Chaser sending me information on everything and anything, and it is really uh, fast and furious. Now, I'm going to start with different segments of the show. Uh, The first segment I'm going to go over is called The Real Headline, and then I'm going to go to another segment called Breaking Down the Box. After that, I'll go to a line watch for college football, followed by a trend of the day, and then, of course, I'm going to wrap it up with what you guys are really here for. Two picks. I'm going to cover the college football game, and, of course, one for the big Thursday night game between the Broncos and the Chiefs. Let's start with the real headline. Here it is. It's real simple. You'll hear about headlines in the NFL or in college football, and it will distract you from what they really want to keep hidden from you. And they don't keep it hidden from you. They just overlook these kind of headlines as they talk about other things. And I'm going to start with one. I'll give you a perfect example. It's the New York Giants. Look, everywhere you go, you're going to read the headlines about Eli Manning having some problems uh, in the huddle late in that game. Rashard Jennings said, hey, told me not to score. They talked about having problems. Uh, figuring out whether or not Dallas took a timeout. So now, of course, the New York media is blowing up. There's information all over the place on on what's going on with this team. Are they good or are they bad? Look, here's the real problem with the Giants. They're a mess on both sides of the ball. How about this? 289 total yards, their lowest total since October 12th in Philadelphia where they scored 253 yards. Giants' time of possession, 22 minutes, lowest since 2012. Giants didn't have a turnover. They ended their streak of six consecutive victories in games in which they had no offensive turnover. So even though they didn't turn over the ball, they still did horrible. The Dallas Cowboys had 436 yards, the highest total by a Giants opponent since Seattle scored or had 510 yards. Dallas had 27 first downs, most by a Giants opponent since Seattle had the same number last November in that same game. The Giants did not sack Tony Romo. First time they didn't register at least one sack since November of 2013. This team has big, big problems. And it's okay to pay attention to the fact that Eli Manning's having some problems, that Tom Coughlin's having some problems, Rashard Jennings is having some problems. But the real focus here is just how bad this team is. So to me, you can listen to the headline about Eli Manning struggling, Rashard Jennings not scoring, but the real headline, this Giants team's in trouble. Okay, let's go on to breaking down the box. Now I'm going to explain this really quickly. Breaking down the box is breaking down the box score of a recent game. Because whenever a game is played, usually people look at that game, see the result, and that's it. Story's over. There's more to it. you got to do your homework, especially if you want to pick winners in the future. So I'm going to take a quick look at the game between the 49ers and the Vikings Monday Night Football. 49ers got a big win. What does it mean? Well, 
It doesn't mean the San Francisco 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. And it doesn't mean the Vikings are going to go winless. What it does mean is that Adrian Peterson is rusty. He's not ready for prime time yet. That's what I got from this game. Adrian Peterson had only 10 carries Monday night. He didn't get a chance to get comfortable with the new reads he'll have to make in this offense. And there's a couple reasons. First of all, they were down a lot. So because they were down a lot, he didn't get a chance to make a lot of carries because they had a throw, right? The team was down. Another thing is that half of his attempts were for one yard or less. He failed to have a double-digit yard carry. Peterson made just one player miss a tackle, and he earned only one first down. Adrian Peterson's very rusty. Keep an eye on him. He's going to take some time to get up and running. He's still going to be one of the better running backs, but keep an eye on them. For the 49ers, Reggie Bush got hurt. Not a big deal because Carlos Hyde carried the load. He worked. He looked great, but of course they want to have Reggie Bush uh, in the lineup. The good news is it's not a permanent injury. The problem is the 49ers have a tough travel spot, right? Short week, they got to travel, and I'll have more in short weeks later in the show. But they're going to Pittsburgh, another early start time. They're going to a different time zone, and... 49ers 5-13 and 13 against the spread in their last 18 games when playing on Sunday following a Monday night game. So please be careful because this is a tough spot for the 49ers. I'm not saying bet against them. I'm not saying bet for them. I'm just saying be careful. When you break down the box score, you have to pay attention to what happened, what's coming up. Now let's move on to the line watch. Line watch is really simple. It's when I look at some college football odds or NFL odds that stand out to me, and I just give you the information that I see. I play it like I seize it, and that's how I do in this game. I'm going to go to college football. 54% on LSU in the game against Auburn. LSU against Auburn, no big deal. 54% is it a big percentage of bets on a team. But this line opened up at six points. And it's jumped over the key number of seven and now sits at seven and a half at some sports books. To me, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Not only because it made a big jump, but it shows you just how many people are jumping off that Auburn bandwagon bandwagon because they played so close to Jacksonville State. It's not time to jump off the bandwagon, people. Don't overreact to a game. That's only problems in the future. I'm not saying take Auburn. But I'll be honest with you, if I'm going to bet this game, I would. What I'm telling you is be careful because this line's a little shaky right here. Something to watch. So we'll keep an eye on that. Now let's go on to the trend of the day. This one doesn't need an explanation, but I'll give it to you if you're new to the show. Basically, it's one of the trends I get from people out there, uh, for people who follow football, from my chasers, if you will. This one comes from Bobby, who's not only a good friend, but he is a Tampa Bay Buccaneers chaser, which means he follows the team. He grabs information. He shares it with me. I give him credit. And I put it on the show. That's what I do. You share information with me, send it to me via email or hit me up on Twitter. My email, chasingballgame at gmail.com. My Twitter, again, at chasingballgame. You give me great information. I feature it right here on the show. And I give you credit because that's what this show is all about. This show is all about you. And Bobby, again, as a Buccaneers chaser, gave me this little uh, nugget. All time in the NFL, teams that lost by 21 or more points and are double-digit underdogs the next week are 107, 82, and 5 against the spread. That's enough for a 57% clip. What this tells me is that teams who have a bad loss come back the next week. They're embarrassed, right? They come back the next week. They're undervalued by the odds makers or the public, so they get a big line. Now, this line's 9.5, but it'll be 10, 10.5 by closing time. Keep an eye on the Buccaneers this weekend. And remember, become a chaser. You want to be featured on the show? I gave you the information. Follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on email, 
I will get you on the show. That's what it's all about. This show, by the way, is taped right now, but I'm going to go live very soon. We're putting a little more money into the show. We're going to get better production. We're going to get bigger names. We're going to get better perks, maybe a little music. We're going to make the show great, so stick around. In the meantime, it's taped, but when it does go live, I'm going to take chasers who call in with great information, so make sure you call in with great information. But let's get to the picks. This one's pretty self-explanatory. I know you guys love picks, and I love to get them out. I also love to give out little nuggets and little bonuses, and right now, here's a big one. Sign up with betonline.ag today. That's where I make my bets. And you're going to score a 75% bonus to use on this week's loaded betting card of football. College football, NFL, you name it, they got it covered. Simply use promo code COST75. That's C-O-S-T-75. And you can earn up to $1,000 worth of sportsbook bonuses to be added to your bankroll instantly. All of my picks featured right here on the show will use current point spreads from betonline.ag. Sign up today, use that promo code COST75, and get some big bucks to bet on football. Now, before I get to my picks, I will tell you that I will take credit and beat my chest when I have some big wins. And I will also be honest when I have losses. Because I'm not a tout, I don't sell my picks. My picks are all for free, 100%. I just appreciate people who come and listen to the show. I also appreciate people who use my sponsors like bet online but i'll take credit for my wins and i'll take responsibility for my losses so i will beat my chest loud and proud because if you listen to the show for monday night football i was all over the card i killed it so now i'm back again for thursday let's start with college football top ranked clemson goes in against louisville the line for this game opened up with clemson tigers four and a half point favorites it has been hammered by the public 73 percent of the action is on the road team. This line is now currently at six points. Look, I'll be honest with you. I'm all over Louisville in this game. They lost to Auburn. They lost to Houston. They're in a desperate spot. You can't start 0-2, and if you do, you better win in conference, and that is exactly what this game is, a big conference game. Louisville has a significant edge and strength of schedule to me at this point over Clemson. No shame losing to Auburn. No shame losing to Houston. They're used to playing a different level of talent. That gives them the edge to me coming into this game. They're used to playing great teams. They're going to play at a higher level. Plus, it's hard to prepare for Louisville, right? Who starts? Who starts a quarterback? True freshman Lamar Jackson? How about Reggie Bonifant? Is he going to return the starting role after not playing against Houston? Or Kyle Boland? What I'm reading is probably Kyle Boland, but the point is you have to prepare for all of them if you're Clemson. That's going to be very difficult to do, right? Clemson Tigers, how about 1-4 against the number in their last five road games? 0-5 against spread in their last five conference games, yet they're a chalk in this game. They're laying points in this game. They're laying six points, and they can't cover on the road and or conference. Cardinals, they rebound well after a loss. 10-3 and against the spread in their last 13 games following a uh, game that they lost straight up. And an amazing, an amazing 17-6 and against the spread in their last 23 conference games. Give me the Cardinals. Take the points. They win outright. Okay, let's wrap up a show with a big Big game, the NFL game, Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chief. Bravo. Bravo to the NFL. They have a really great game. Can't wait, Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm telling you right now, Peyton Manning's in trouble. I use fantasy at times to help me handicap and pick winners. One, because I play fantasy football. I like fantasy football. I like daily fantasy football, too. So if you like any of those, hit me up. I love to talk about that, too. Hit me up whenever you want. You can hit me up on Twitter. I'll talk about that. But 
One of the reasons I like to use fantasy to handicap football is because they have some good stats, and they do in this game too. Peyton Manning has 53 fantasy points since week three. I'm sorry, week 13 last season. There are seven kickers that have more points than Eli Manning since that span. That was sent in from my good friend Dave. He's a Broncos chaser. He loves the Broncos. So it had to kill him to send me that number. Um, I appreciate it. So thank you, Dave, for uh, being humble and sending that in. And I love the Kansas City Chiefs. They're showing a little bit of gamesmanship here, right? Jeremy Macklin, uh, Tamba Ali, 13 players added to the injury report this week. That's a big, big numbers. Look, I'm pretty sure all of them are going to play. And the Chiefs are looking good, right? Alex Smith looked great on offense. How about he finishing the first half 15 of 20, almost 200 yards, three touchdowns. Kelsey is a beast. Outside of Gronkowski, he's probably the best tight end in the league. Their running game just managed 37 yards against the Texans, but they didn't have to. They were killing them through the air. It proves this team can win without running the ball. If Jamal Charles has an average day, they can win. What I also like is that the Chiefs finished the game with five sacks. They were in the backfield all day long, and that is bad news for a Broncos offensive line that allowed four sacks and five hits. Last season, the Broncos were the best in the league. Just 17 total sacks. They have a very young offensive line, a brand-new offense they're trying to learn, and a quarterback that is not very mobile in Peyton Manning. Justin Houston, best pass rusher in football. You heard me right. Best in football. Better than J.J. Watt. He has 16 sacks in his last 11 games. That is amazing. Plus, they get linebacker Derek Johnson back into the fold. What did he do last game? Eh, no big deal. Just eight tackles. Two of them for loss. Plus, he had a sack. And he had a pass breakup. Chiefs are playing perfect football right now. No turnovers, just two penalties. Denver, ee, ee. They're looking ugly. 219 total yards in offense. How's that new offense doing for you, Gary Kubiak? Not so well at the moment. Right, it's a running offense should be great. Not so much. Manning, no touchdown passes. Ooh, they didn't get in the red zone, the Denver Broncos, until the last four minutes of the football game. Ronnie Hillman led the team, 41 yards, 12 carries. That's 2.8 yards per rush. That's awful. And let me give you this little nugget. Again, I get this from Dave. My Broncos chaser sent this in. All-time road underdogs, Thursday night football, coming off a short week, which means they played the Sunday before. Now they have a quick turnaround for Thursday. That's tough to prepare. That's tough for travel. 52, 64, and 3 against the spread. That is a 45% clip. That is bad for the Denver Broncos right now. The Chiefs, they're on 11 and 5 against the spread run in their last 16. They cashed 11 out of 16. That's big money for us and big props for the Denver Broncos. Drop the points. You're dropping about 3 points in this game. I think Kansas City runs away with this. I think they win by about 10 points. Take the Chiefs, drop the points. That'll do it. I hope you enjoyed the show. I enjoy doing it, and I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for taking time out to tune in to Chasing Ball Game. If you would like to become a chaser, an official chaser, be featured on the show on a regular basis like David and Bobby and all the other guys I mentioned, drop me a line, chasingballgame at gmail.com. I love to feature you. If you have a website, I'll, I'll pimp that out too. I'm not afraid. There's no shame in my game. Drop me a line at chasingballgame at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at chasingballgame. I'll share your information because that's what this show is all about. In the meantime, please enjoy your football on Thursday night. And remember, keep chasing because right now the chase is on. Have a good night, everybody.